In this Lessons from Lockdown podcast, we're talking to Eric Anderson, who's Associate Professor in the School of Global Studies at the University of Gothenburg in Sweden, and author of Reconstructing the Global Political Economy, published by Bristol University Press. Hello, Eric. Hi, Jess. Hi, thank you for Jess. speaking to me today. Um, so, what's been on your mind and what have you been working on during lockdown? What's been on my mind... I mean, the first thing that's been on my mind is is sort of the the tremendous sort of power in this lockdown and and the the uh, environmental benefits of it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I walk around here. I'm I'm in quarantine a lot in my countryside, and normally you have a lot of airlines moving above. Uh, and 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 you see see all this this smoke and the fumes on and they're gone. Yeah, yeah we've noticed is, that in Bristol so as well. So. so the power of it and the possibility of 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 doing something really drastic to to change things, um, sort of. So that that's that's what's been on my mind. And then of course, um, of course the 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 uh, loss of people. Yeah. The loss of people is really is is also very very strong. Mm-hmm. That's a very powerful feeling too. Um, so so that that is I haven't lost any close person, but 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 sort of the the you feel the the care yeah. in society. You yeah. feel the care in society, and you feel feel sort of a, 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 a more almost institutionalized compassion. That's a that great is, phrase. That, that is that is something. I mean, also at, at the same time, it, it's it's a bit frightening, but at the same time, time it's also uh, kind of kind of a lesson, kind of, yeah. sort of what the, we we're actually capable of 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 this. Yeah. And and, and that's something to 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 uh, remember when all this is over. It's quite hopeful, isn't it? If we can it's, it's, retain it's, some uh, of that. Yeah. Yeah. So if we if we remember this and can retain some of it and 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 put it to to uh, or, or just walk into it next time we need mm-hmm. to do something of the same magnitude. Yeah. Um, that's um, that's a great. If in terms of in terms of my my more my research. What's been on my mind is, is uh, in terms of my research, is the the uh, struggle over how to interpret this. Okay. What is this? I mean, Gita Gopinath, the 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 she, economist of IMF, she was she was quite frank. We have never seen this. The world economy has never experienced this before, and we don't know how to, what to make of this, and we have to sort of understand it as we walk along and try to handle it. Um, and many crises are like that. There's, um, economic crisis, not the least. What do we make of this? So you can see all all types of, of societal forces sort of trying to frame it, frame the crisis in a way that serves their interests um, and, and, and sort of is compatible with their values and their structural position in society. So, 
So you will see you you will see IMF trying to interpret it in their way. Um, yeah. World Economic Forum is is just the other day sort of had all sort of high um, flyers talking about like Prince Charles, Prince Charles and so on talking about a, a great reset of the global political economy. And everybody know we have to reset, we have to reconstruct. But this is, and, and since we're in a crisis, um, everyone is trying to, to, to frame it their way. And World Economic Forum then, of course, said, okay, we have to, to, to re- make a great reset and revive growth in a sustainable way to have, have green growth that saves the nature at the same time as it saves our asset values or whatever. Uh, so do you so, think that the crisis could allow that to happen? Yes, absolutely. Allow that reset Absol- to happen. Yes, yes. I, I think I think it could. Okay. I think it's in the offing. The first the first thing that the International Energy Association's chairman said when he chairman I believe chair his title is chairman. Uh, first thing he said was now we have a big opportunity to get out of this fossil based uh, economy and reset our energy system to something that is much more sustainable. And 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 uh, then you have uh, other big shots like the CEO of was it was it British Petroleum? I said, mm-hmm. okay, we are ready to move out of fossil now. Okay. So so, so there's a the crisis brings all these things onto the table. And since like like Gupinath said, uh, she said we, we have never seen this. We don't know what to make of this. There's also a big political struggle over how to to frame it because depending on how you frame it the measures to deal with the crisis the crisis management will be differently uh, designed politically mm. so so you see you see all this these interests sort of friends so- on earth and so on uh, having their agenda pushing for their agenda, Greenpeace and so on. And we have a big chance now. So my second so, question I normally ask in these podcasts is yeah. um, what problems has coronavirus and the lockdown caused? But actually you're kind of speaking from quite a hopeful place and um, it's actually giving us opportunities to do good things. So for you personally, how are you framing it in your research? What's what's your angle? What's I'm, I'm, the frame, the framing I do, it's related to, to, to your second question about problems because, okay. because what you identify as a problem is also, is also part of the framing. Uh, so, and what I think the, the, um, what this crisis sh- has shown. Mm-hmm. Which is important and which is, is important to remember is the sort of this crisis has cut off the link between, uh, reproductive life and the economy. So right. People stay home. Yeah. To, to, to take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. And survive. That's the reproductive economy. Yeah. 
they don't enter their jobs. They cannot most so 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 and or in 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 sort of economistic terms, the production factor of labor has disappeared. Okay. So 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 um, and that is the this crisis then brings out the 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 sort of uh, importance of labor. Labor is what makes the economy function. Um, and the world go round and everything everything stops. No one is 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 shouting for a derivatives analyst now. Yes. Everyone's shouting for a bus driver, yeah. for a nurse, and so on. And the importance of 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 ordinary people is is sort of brought out starkly in this crisis. And 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 the, the, what everyone we thought were important before this crisis, no one is asking for them. No. No one is asking for them. So where's the bus? Where's the nurse? Where's the the baker? We realise what we actually drive? need, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So 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 who who uh, what labour and what who we actually need to function in the economy is brought out with this crisis. Yeah. So, so, so the problem with this crisis is that labor disappeared. And what's hopeful with this crisis is that the importance of labor, the importance of ordinary people, uh, is, is, uh, accentuated, brought out, starkly displayed when the shelves in, 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 in the supermarket are empty. Mm. So that's the that's that's what uh, what is brought up. So that is the, of course an economic problem, but it's also a, a hugely important political experience for many people that this is this is what matters in the global political economy. Um, and what this this also brings out is that. Normally, when you think about economic globalization and, and, and economic power and so on, you think of financial markets and financial assets and financial values and so on. Yeah. And, 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 but what also is, is clearly displayed in this crisis is that these asset values, they are determined and they change with expectations. Uh, and these expectations are formed by extrapolating from an existing everyday life that will continue to function in a way that corroborates these valuations, that that, that sort of confirms that they were correct or, or, or proves that they were incorrect and so on. And what happens now when everyday life stops functioning because of the disappearance of labor yeah. is that nobody knows no one knows how to value stuff, right. how to value a financial asset, because no one can tell really what direction will everyday life take in the future. And since you cannot tell this direction, you don't know the, pri the correct price of a share or an option or of a bond or whatever. Yeah. So, so, so that is also something that is, that is, uh, of course, problematic in the strict economic sense, but also um, 
indicative of the importance of everyday life and the the processes of everyday life and how they how they function what makes them function and in what direction these processes are taking us so how do we take the this forward then so these podcasts are about lessons what lessons mm. would you like governments to learn um, right now what should governments be thinking about they sh- they should be thinking about sort of avoiding what they did last time in 2009 Please. and 10 yeah. <laughs> avoid that don't do that don't go down that road um, do you mean like austerity in the UK and austerity kind of yeah. all over all over most parts of Europe and, and, yeah. and parts of the world austerity um, don't do that because that will create even further political tensions and what was particular what made this crisis management last time particularly toxic was that the attempt to revive growth again was very much very much uh, directed towards the upper middle class and the upper class yeah. to make them consume to make them buy new cars to make them renovate to make them invest and so on so you had a lot of you had a lot of subsidies for stuff that they didn't really need because mm-hmm. they were well off already before but they were they were enticed with subsidies of, of services and subsidies of cars and so on to to make these investments anyhow so 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 the both the crisis itself and the crisis management tore society even further apart yeah so 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 don't do that again because because as you can see with with uh, uh fascism sort of gaining traction all around the world basically the the these this tension is exploitable for really bad political forces because because they are the ones that has sort of promises some drastic changes and i think people are ready for drastic changes and and the one who can sort of uh sell that in a way that sort of resonates with what they see around them um is is um, going to have political power and you need to sell something that resonates yeah with everyday life of ordinary people uh and and the crisis management last time really was a, a management that served uh us <laughs> the middle class yeah. uh, and the upper class that it was directed towards us you go consume you go invest here is a subsidy for your next car yeah and 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 here is your cleaner she's also subsidized by us and so on so you and we can't have that it's politically untenable that it's it's impossible uh so so don't go down that road and what's more the 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 uh this upper class is already consuming in a way that it's is environmentally unsustainable We cannot so. have more cars on the road or more holidays or more more sort of stuff like that into the world now that's not what we need no. uh we, we so so we we need to have uh restart the economy in another way sort of restart the economy economy i would prefer to restart the economy in a way 
that is driven by 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 public investment for a sustainable, ecologically and socially sustainable society. It might that, be would, that would be my preferred restart. It might be possible because our attitudes about consumption might change as well because people are consuming less while this yep. pandemic is happening and we might realise that we don't actually need what we think we need and then that might mean that people are more supportive of government policies that aren't focused on that as a way of um, getting the economy going again. Yeah, it's nice exactly. to think it's nice to think it's possible. I feel like it's quite unlikely that governments wouldn't go down that same road again. Um, but I really, I hope you're right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm just wishing. It's my, it's a wish list. This is a wish list. But, but, yeah. but I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's necessary. I think there's a sort of popular readiness for that. Yeah. I mean, this, it, it's a big irony that capitalism is in crisis because people are only consuming what they actually need. Yeah. Yeah, it, that could be a, the huge turning point that we need. Yeah, perhaps. To make people want to so. vote for policies that aren't about austerity and things like that. No. Um, so, so, so restarting, sort of make sure, make sure that everyday life returns to sort of sort of some functioning mode again yeah and don't don't uh, subsidize the upper class to consume and invest because that would create political tensions and we have if we go down that road the the sort of the Paris agreement of 2015 is going to be lost yeah um, so a restart from below for ordinary people, driven by a, a sort of a reconstruction towards ecological and social sustainability instead of economic growth, would be would be my preferred crisis management uh, policy. Excellent. That is the lesson that we should be learning. Uh, I thank, hope so. Thank you, Eric. Uh, you can find more information about Eric's book, Reconstructing the Global Political Economy, an analytical guide at bristoluniversityprress.co.uk.